but yeah, Kix, I would like uh introduce yourself. Who are you, brother? All right, what's up, everyone? Uh, welcome to the podcast. Uh, first of all, I want to thank Alice JPEG for uh, bringing me on this podcast. It's an honor to be here. Uh, Alice, <laughs> an eight, an ex HMB teammate, um, but a good friend nonetheless. Um, really good streamer, uh, someone that I look up to, one of the uh, most consistent people on Twitch I've seen. Um, so really amazing person. Uh, for me, for those of those of you that don't know me, uh, my name is Stefan, but people know me as Cakes Bruh. Or if you are really OG, you know me as um, Cakes and Cons from all the way back last year or two years ago. Um, I'm a comp player. I used to be a comp player for HMB, but currently I am a free agent. Um, and I'm 17. I'm from Canada, BC, and currently I am in high school, senior year this year. Uh, kind of excited. School starting in about 13 days for me, so I'm just getting everything ready. Uh, just you know, reviewing my notes and everything. And since tonight was a special night for the both of us and every one of you guys right. watching, um, it's just great to be here in general. Yeah, definitely. I really love that, and I definitely appreciate that. Definitely a lot of kind words, <laughs> someone to look up to. Honestly, I I just feel like I'm just an average dude, just putting in that work and consistency because honestly that really does pay off so when it comes to that aspect so i really do appreciate the kind words so i would uh my first question is how did you get into fortnite and slash comp like how did you get into that aspect um i would say that you know at the very beginning of everything when i used to play on console and on my controller back on season five i think um, you know, I just wanted to play Fortnite because my friends wanted, wanted me to play it alongside with them, but I didn't want to pay for the Xbox Pass every month because obviously that adds up. And at that time, um, I didn't have a lot of money, and my parents didn't really know a lot about Xbox and having to pay like re recurring purchases, so they didn't like that idea. Um, but you know, my mom, having worked for technology companies for probably like twenty years, she knew a lot about technology and she wanted me to get a laptop right at a time that's what i could afford that's what we could afford but you know we decided that it was better to opt for a desktop in general because we can do a lot more with that uh anywhere from studying to streaming gaming and all that other good stuff so you know it was really that eagerness to save money that ultimately led me to comp um, I didn't watch a lot of comp players, didn't know a lot of about Ninja, Tin the Tapman, but I started watching more of their streams when I got PCs because, um, you know, I downloaded Twitch. My friends started streaming on Twitch and they wanted me to stream because they're like, oh, you know, uh, you seem like a fun person, so why not start streaming? Uh, so I started streaming, you know, and that time I think it was called uh, Kicks and Cons. That was my Twitch channel about a year and a half ago, and I just started playing just pubs every day just everyday pubs streaming every single day um but then i would average somewhere from 20 to 50 fps on my pc because i didn't know how to turn down my settings so i would get like 20 to 50 fps on high and everything and it would be really laggy like those of you that used to follow me a year and a half ago will know that i was constantly raging <laughs> and um yeah. it wasn't really fun but you know i just kept streaming i just kept motivating myself by watching other people stream and you know i saw a lot of people growing their channels by just networking and just having fun so i thought why not do that um but in general i think that what ultimately led me to comp was you know just a drive to want to do better 
you know, because I I thought of Fortnite, you know, initially as something that was just for fun and everyone just gets along. But then, you know, obviously on every single game, there's a side that's more toxic. So there's a, like a toxic side and then there's kind of like that gray area that people are good, but they don't really say anything. And then there's just like, you know, people that just play for fun. And I got exposed to a little bit of that toxic side, but I didn't like how people were treating others, right? And I wanted to make a point. And the point that I wanted to make was just being good, but still being supportive to people and just like wanting to show how your skills doesn't really define you as a player, as a streamer, but like more, most importantly, just like how you can help others to also grow. Um, so, you know, like I still play with people, you know, those friends from school, uh, friends that I've met on Twitch that might not be in comp at all, but I still, you know, when they just come to stream and they're like, they ask kindly, like, do you want a 1v1? Do you play want to play some duos? And if I have time and I don't have comp, you know, I'll make time for it. So I think that ultimately it was like my perseverance to want to prove a point that being toxic, even when you're the best player in the world, it yeah. doesn't mean anything, right? Because character is like the most important thing. So that's what I wanted to prove. Uh, so that's what ultimately led me to comp. And I also like met a lot of people, like good people along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to play for this team before being like, a small side streamer for Evade. I used to play for Zero Clan, and there was this guy called uh, called Jordan, and he was the leader of Zero Clan. And we had a lot of other people like Blake, uh, Jonathan, and everyone was just you know, Zero Blake, Zero Jonathan, and all these players. You know, like they were really nice people. You know, and uh, a lot of them wanted to be aspiring pro players, but I think there was like one one instant where. Um, you know, we got accused for stream sniping Ghost Aiden in one game. Um, from my knowledge, I didn't do any of that. And I don't think, like, we were playing squads, you know. And we didn't know that he was in our game. All we knew was that, you know, we saw him in the kill feed and we were really excited, mm-hmm. right? Uh, this was, like, in Season 7 or 8, right? And um, obviously, uh, we we killed him later on. Um, he kind of killed three of our players, but then he was low and I just got the single one tap on him. And then the next day, you know, our team zero clan we had like hundreds of dms just saying oh you stream sniped him and all that stuff Mm. you know like and then even ghost aiden surprisingly even dm'd us and said you know like you were stream sniping us like take your account down take your youtube down are we gonna ban you are we gonna do all this other stuff and it was just really ugly um and then that's kind of when like jordan which is the team leader he was like i i just have to take a break from all this comp stuff i need to take a break from uh, content creation from growing my channel like I'm sorry that you guys have to go but that's the end of Zero Clan so that's kind of like a big shock to me because I was like we were growing so quickly and me being a new pickup just a few weeks ago there was a lot to learn and there's a lot to prove to the team and YouTube in general um, sometimes I still look back at that point of time to be like if we haven't done that right if we haven't killed Ghost Aiden even though if you didn't like stream snipe him like, what would I be today? Would I ever have met people in HMB? Would I have been able to meet people like uh, Legend Daily, another really consistent streamer, right? Being able to grind for NorCal and anything like that, being able to grow my skills. Um, you know, obviously, there's a different route there. If I kept growing, being a part of Zero Clan, maybe it might, might have become something much bigger. But, you know, we kind of stopped at 4K subscribers on YouTube and he took the channel away. And now they're rebranding, right? And they're doing pretty well. Um, I, from time to time, do check up on them just to see how they're doing. I still talk to their members sometimes. I still follow some of them on other social medias. But, 
you know, the baseline is like, you know, if that hadn't happened, what would have been different today? Um, but I think like, you know, everything happens for a specific reason and that happening, you know, us not being able to play for Zero Clan anymore led me to grind for HMB for a little bit. Um, and I think that that was ultimately, you know, the kind of the the goal of everything because I did want to do well in comp, right? But obviously there are some things that I still needed like better ping, better uh, hardware, software, and all the other stuff for PC. And, you know, after my parents were kind enough to purchase me a new um, desktop for my birthday, um, I, I was able to, you know, do much better in comp and just, you know, make a little money just to support myself and, and my family. Um, but, you know, I think that at the end of the day, the most important thing in comp is just to meet other people in the community and just to grow your brand. Um, because, you know, the most important thing isn't about how much you earn, about like flexing of how much you earn, your mechanics and everything. But you no, know, as it was the same way back in seasons five and six, it's about being like showing good morals and having good values so that you're trying to teach people about like your skills and introduce other people in your like to your community instead of just like being that toxic side, right? Because some people like myself might take toxicity and competitivity as something that can motivate them. But obviously there's the other side of the internet that's like more dark right darker and people take it as like in a in a bad way it and does. that doesn't pan out to be good for anyone so yeah that's, that's just my little side story yeah definitely i definitely enjoyed that story like being able to like rather than the money you know being able to build a brand build some friendships some relationships or some networks too i definitely understand when it comes to that aspect so definitely pretty interesting i want to ask what makes a perfect teammate or a good teammate to be able to work with what qualities do you need to have um, when it comes to Fortnite, or just like in terms of general, just being a good competitive teammate, what qualities do you like kind of look for? Uh, do you have a question or do you, do you want me to repeat that? Uh, kicks, hello, hello. Am I there? Okay. Um, I would say that a good teammate for me, in my opinion, it, there's a lot of qualities that that goes into like being a good teammate, and like personally, I would say that the most important thing is loyalty, right? Um, wait, one second. Wait, Ellis, if you can hear me, if you're watching my stream right now, I think I might have you muted or you're oh, muted in I, Discord. I, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There oh, we go. yeah, yeah, I can hear my you. Bad. Oh, no, nah, no worries, no worries. Okay, cool, yeah. Cool, cool. So I was kind of like using your stream as like a platform for me to listen. Oh, but okay. Yeah. My no bad. worries, no worries though. Yeah, you're good. Um, uh, responding to what makes a good teammate, I would say that number one thing is loyalty, right? Uh, I can't stress this enough because, you know, uh, at this point of time, right, and it always has been like this in my opinion. People like to leave other people for better players and you know sadly enough i have to say that i have done the same but it would be kind of cap right it would be kind of like false for people to say that oh no i haven't done that but i think there's also a responsibility that goes behind like how you do that because like if you just decide to drop people without giving them a solid reason why it's kind of like you know other people would call them snaking but i think that's just like you just don't respect that person in general you know like if you have a solid reason for why you're 
you're doing something for a teammate, you're doing something to your teammate, you know, that makes you a good teammate, right? Responsibility and loyalty, that's the most important things. Uh, so I would say that's also one of the biggest components. Um, you know, in terms of being a teammate, I'll talk about comp because that's where I have my most experience from. I would say that competitively, um, being a good teammate will look like just, you know, arriving on time to practices, right? And if you, when you do choose to have a practice, you know, arrive on time, um, be even having the intention of practicing is also really important, right? Because if you want to do well in comp and you don't have, you know, the best hardware or software or like ping, you know, ping wise, practice makes everything, you know? And I personally feel like with those teammates that I've chosen to practice with, right, when we did choose to locate a time to practice, we obviously did much better than those teammates that we didn't allocate time for practice, right? And um, I think that's like one of the biggest things is just mentality, right? wanting to practice, wanting to do well, you know, scrim scrimming. Um, and like, you know, not also like a, another big thing, like equally as important as loyalty is attitude, you know, like I, I cannot stress this enough uh, because attitude is one of the biggest things that defines a player, right? Like we oftentimes hear that like, oh, the best players don't rage over stuff or they don't get mad and, and all that stuff. I mean, I feel like the reality is that they do get mad. They just, you know, have a better way of coping with it. And, you know, like we all have raged before, right? I, I raged because... Uh, we ha I had, you know, poor um, hardware. Some people might rage because they have really high ping. Some people might rage because their teammates don't do well in, in a specific scenario or when they get headshot snipe when they're jumping or just rotating and they're like, darn it, you know. But I think that at the end of the day, just take it cool, you know. Like, if you think of it, people say, like, oh, mentality is the most important thing. And it is, right? Because, you know, as a teammate, I've played the IGL role for almost every single game, right? Every single game in duos and trios, I'm always IGL. And for those that don't play comp, IGL just means in-game leader. Uh, you kind of like make the decisions on how to rotate. Uh, you choose you know, who is supporter, who is fragger, who is just IGL. And supporter just means like you're carrying heals. Um, and fragger, you're just like trying to get as many kills as you can, whether if that's end game or just like being, like if you have the best accuracy, usually you're the fragger. And, you know, having these set roles, the IGL, which is the role that I play, kind of makes these you know, uh, underlying decisions on how to how to progress in the game, whether to play aggressively, whether to play more uh, conservatively, where to rotate, um, what, you know, if you want to build a one-by-one, -one, right, in Fortnite, when you're boxing up, which materials to use, uh, which teammates to go for, like, you know, when you're rotating, like, people choose whether to shoot or not to shoot, right? Depending on how far you have to rotate in the zone. Like, these decisions, the IGL has to make. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as I always tell every single teammate, anyone, you can ask them. I've always said the same thing, which is I usually play the IGL role, but I'm still open-minded to your decisions. So if you want to choose a different way to rotate, if you want to, you know, rush someone to push someone, I'm okay with that, you know? So that's, like, where the attitude part comes in because then saying that allows people to kind of know that you're more like a chill person. You know, like, and I also think that a big part about Fortnite, right, in, in terms of like what makes a good teammate, it really shows you about who you are as a person in life, too. You know, because if you like extrapolate the idea of how you lead or how you play a game in Fortnite, 
it's a lot of qualities you also like showcase in your daily life like which path you're taking how you're responding to um problems how you're tackling issues right whether to take a risk or or not right how sensible you are and stuff like that and i think that you know when i choose to you know like quote unquote drop a player because of their negative attitude or like their outlook or what sometimes they choose to do like you know make impulsive decisions and then it turns out being a bad decision um which otherwise could have been avoided i think that it shows a lot about the person in general and it makes it very difficult for them to change right so i think that what makes a good teammate you kind of have to find a person with a good personality at the beginning you know i feel like the best way to find a teammate right the best way to find a teammate is to grow with someone that you know is good right good mechanically like in terms of accuracy and all that but the most important thing is that if they have a good mentality right a good attitude towards just life in general like how they treat different people then that's the best way to go forward because then you know that that person's going to treat every other thing the way they treat life right and that's what dictates a good teammate it's not about how much they have earned it's not about you know all the other stuff <clears throat> about their mechanics and all that that stuff can be built over time right and obviously there's a limit to it as with every other player but if you want to find a good teammate in terms of like you know everyone plays happily everyone does well find someone that has a good attitude and outlook towards life because that's the way you're going to find the best teammate uh there are other ways you know i, I don't want to go on too long about this question because i'm sure you have a lot of other questions but um you know you want to take the shortcut way you know you want to earn money you want to get money quickly um you know you want to get many kills get the content but you might not feel as happy along the way of doing that i also have been through that uh scenario and that's just finding people that are really good at the game but they have a trash mentality trash attitude right you know they drop a 32 kill game the first one and they're hyping you up and they're saying you're a god and everything and in the next game with dial spawn and you're you know using terms that you would have never ever expected them to use on you right they're calling you different like negative terms or even slurs sometimes right that happens right and when you see players like arkham you see players like rex and rux or rex right those top players of na and top players from every other region like mongrel and everything like they are really mechanically skilled and they obviously earn money but you don't hear them blaming each other you know like when someone dies or anything they're like it's okay and then they try to do their part and if they die they're like it's fine right and that doesn't give you, you know, that should automatically tell you that even though you're trying to get better and that if you're mechanically skilled that doesn't give you a reason to be negative towards your teammates because people that have earned 50 or 100 times more than you literally do not cuss at each other when someone dies like their teammate dies Thanks. right they just try to pick themselves up um just by doing their own part and if they can't do it then just call it you know so i think that's like the two perspectives on what a good teammate can be like having a good time and you know maybe not doing as well or having a horrible time but doing the best you know that's just the two ways yeah i like how when it comes to like chemistry or in terms of loyalty that you were talking about it doesn't matter how much you make but if you're able to have that positive mentality i i definitely appreciate that because yep. if you don't have that and you're super negative or let's say you're not on time when it comes to practice or scrims or whatever you're trying to do like that that's definitely some very very good qualities when that comes to aspect in terms of finding a good teammate so definitely definitely respect that 
Uh, what is your thoughts on the current state of Fortnite? For me, I'm a little bit like I only play casual. Like I'm pubs in terms of like content creation. I'm kind of like iffy. I gave it like in the beginning of the season. I mean, of course, this season will kind of flesh out in terms of content wise, but I don't know. I'm a little harsh on it, and I don't play comp. And I gave it like a six out of ten <clears throat> today. I kind of gave it like a seven out of ten. But what do you think is like the current state of Fortnite in terms since you since you do play comp Fortnite? What's your thoughts on okay. that? Okay. Um, I think that. You know, Fortnite, we, we had to think of it instead of a game, you can think of it as like a platform because, you know, Fortnite is made by Epic Games and I'm sure there are other like sub subsidiary companies or sub companies that are in charge of it. But if you think about Fortnite in general, right, you can think of it as like one of the techniques to earn money, right? So, you know, <clears throat> obviously the Fortnite community, especially the comp community, they a lot of them including myself have complained about like the bugs complained about what they choose to vault or take away from the game or what, what they choose to unvault um and like the damage drop off especially like with the controller issue like whether to increase or decrease aim assist and all that stuff right um and even the you know the most recent um apple not scandal but apple um conflict with epic games on like banning mobile and I like iOS and Android from um from Fortnite in general. Right? I think that all this has more to do than just them not quote unquote listening to the community because I'm sure that they do. Um but you know it's a matter of choice. And you know Most for definitely. us we kind of just want we kind of just want to play the game our way. And you know unfortunately Fortnite can't choose to do that. Otherwise, you know, even though a lot of people might play it, right, there isn't um, anything that the game can be improved on, and I think that when there is when there are different qualities of the game that can be improved, that gives people the motivation to want to keep playing. You know, because if <clears throat> every season everything is perfect, they keep listening to people. There isn't any variation in the game that provides people the motivation to keep wanting to play Fortnite, right? And I think that a lot of games that are quote unquote picture perfect, and people are like, oh, it's so fun, and then later on they kind of like die off. Right, but with Fortnite, they keep changing stuff. You know, most of the stuff that they change don't meet up to our expectations or what we want in the game. And then we just keep hoping that, oh, yo, next season something's gonna change. Next season they're gonna fix glider bug. Next season they're gonna decrease aim assist. Next season they're gonna add this and that. Right? Hopefully one season they can bring it back to OG Fortnite in season one. Right? It keeps giving people, even though if you're comp or just a content creator, they keep giving you like an opportunity to keep looking forward for a new season. And that's what ultimately brings in the money for Fortnite, you know? Because people, you know, I know that it's more of, like, a politics and economic thing than more of, like, a per-game basis, right? Because Fortnite, what they want is just money, right? Like, every other company. Whether they do it ethically or not, that's one thing. But Fortnite as a company and... Um, or not as a company, as a game and under Epic Games, they want money, Right? And as long as people keep playing the game and keep spending money on new skins every season or buying the battle pass or anything like that, they earn the money that they want, right? Uh, so I think that's a big component of why people are keep you know people keep wanting to play new seasons and have so much to talk about it because every time someone puts oh this new patch is trash or anything on their timelines on Twitter or post something on Instagram, it's free advertisement for Fortnite. No one pays, you know, Fortnite doesn't pay or Epic Games doesn't pay each player to do that. Like it's free advertisement for them as well. So that's that. In terms of the state of the game, 
um, I would say that currently, I think I really enjoy this season um, in terms of comp. Right, I'll split it into two parts: comp and just like pubs in general. Mm-hmm. Um, comp, I would say that I like the state at which comp is at, but I would have liked a little less like weapons and rotation because you know the mythic weapons that they chose to add in this season. Um, I haven't personally used them too many times yet and i think that them choosing to drop mythic weapons and different pois through like the planes or the jets they have in the marvel series and like each location that they drop the jets doesn't necessarily mean that you're gonna get a mythic weapon that just increases the um rng right or yeah rng that players have so like even though you might master your drop for a specific place it doesn't mean they're always going to get the same weapons. Unlike last season where if you master your drop for caddy or master your drop for authority, you're going to get like, um, you know, the kit shotgun or the drum gun respectively, right? So I think that's really awesome what they added because then even though you've mastered your drop, right, you're, you're still held accountable to RNG and you might not always get the weapons that you need. And that only increases the competitivity and also randomness. Um, and all these efforts are just to you know avoid those pros from always placing first and second and third and top 10 top 20 to always be there because it just increases the randomness so even though you you master it and you're like oof my chest isn't there right because they also did the chest drop off stuff and like oh my my weapon isn't there right so um i think that provides other people a chance to you know hopefully take top 10 top 20 instead of always having the same names um so i think in terms of that it's good um, you know, in terms of just comp in general, as I've said, <clears throat> I like how they added back a lot of the weapons, like, you know, the pump. A lot of people loved it when they brought the pump back. Um, they added, you know, they took away the launch pads, obviously, but they added bouncers, which I personally don't understand. Um, but they added a lot of other, you know, um, mechanics for just rotations in general, too. Um, like, you know, the new like the one of the balls that you can use which is like a special ability a mythic weapon or a silver surfer's surfboard that's also a form of rotation so they kind of balanced it out with that um in terms of the weapons you know the weapons they added new ones like the laser and the mythic weapons um they added back the submachine gun and all that other stuff the um uh lmg and all that stuff but you know overall i think that this season is much more balanced and it provides people like a greater chance of you know, diversifying how they play and just like changing their play style. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, in terms of that, it's great. In terms of pubs, I personally don't play too much pubs because I, I, I feel <laughs> like <clears throat> um, sometimes it's tougher to play pubs than actual like arena games. And I also think that's because like skill based matchmaking and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, once you hit like a level 100, 150, um, you start playing with people that are much better. And I, whether if they choose to track your effing. FN uh, tracker score or not mm-hmm. <clears throat> that's also a factor um, but I mean pubs are fun you know pubs when I'm playing with my friends my girlfriend or anything I just play pubs you know and it's like a way to just play and have fun and like stream right um, if you're playing like arenas and all that and you're streaming um, for me personally I can't really do that because my ping is like 40 and I keep, I keep getting my walls taken mm-hmm. uh, which is really frustrating sometimes but um, you know, pubs are really fun. I would say, like, off stream, if you're playing with people, or if someone's streaming, like Alice is streaming or Desi is streaming, and you're just like, oh, you know, is it okay if I join your squad or your trio or your duo? You know, that kind of stuff. Um, 
it's it's much more fun than playing comp when you're streaming. But that's the exception is if you have god mechanics, if you have god ping, uh, and then you have like the best hardware, then streaming arenas is probably the best option, better option to go because more people probably want to watch. Um, you get kills in arena, but if you're like a pub stomper, like ranger and all that stuff in pubs, then yeah, people also want to watch that content. Uh, same you know, like you can compare ranger to like Martas. Uh, they both stream a lot um, of like pub stomping games, whether if you know getting 50k in arena points or just dropping 30 kills each in solos, just in pubs. You know, it's it's still good. But overall, to say um, the ultimate number out of 10, I'll give you know in terms of comp. Um, I would say 8 out of 10, right? I would have liked to see them change the launch pad instead of bouncers because I literally don't know how to use that. Unless there's there's probably going to be some person that comes up with, oh, you know, it's Jerry Nvidia or something that shows you how to use a launch pad and a bouncer. I mean, uh, uh, like a bounce pad and like, yeah, the new bouncer. Um, and also like in terms of pubs in general, I would say it's probably like a, uh, kind of like an 8.5 or 8, very similar to the comp because you have the I kind of see comp and pubs as obviously two different entities but I would say they're both like balanced in terms of like how it's balanced and how fun it is I'll give it like an 8 8.5 I feel like I definitely love that the the pumps are back I'm kind of disappointed that the launch pads are gone and then also the chest spawns right I wish like don't like don't you know if it ain't broke don't fix it like for real in, in my opinion like I the fact that people even do that I'm like that they wanted to change it i'm like why are you changing it up like you know what i'm saying like so some of my drops are kind of broken because uh whatchamacallit since the the chest drops are not there like it's a 50 50 so i kind of have to like switch it up so i mean it is what it is i mean i my personal like i guess when it comes to like skill-based matchmaking uh it can kind of get rough when you were you were mentioning about that too and then also the mythic weapons you know but at least they spreading them out though when it comes to like some of the drops so it's pretty sick so i feel it so yeah, man. Uh, give me a second. I got to figure out. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually getting, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on yeah, right yeah, now? No, Put that, yeah, on. that real quick. <laughs> Some more real quick. <laughs> uh, damn. Yeah, we love to see it. Give me a second. Yeah, I was getting followed by it and then getting viewed by it. We love to see it. Yes, sir. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Take that off of push your talk because I didn't even know I had push your talk on, and I was like, bro, I don't even know what's going on. Okay, <laughs> cool, cool, cool. So I just put follower only mode and all that. That kind of like took me. I'm like, fam, what the heck is going on? Yo, but like, yeah, like de definitely, like you definitely put like the hit the nail on the You're definitely gave the season a lot more higher rating than me. I'm gonna I'm a be honest, I'm gonna keep it real with you, Chief, because <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty harsh with it. So, yeah, what's the origin story behind the name Kicks, yo? Because I was digging around your your YouTube and I was like, what this man? Let me find out. So, what's the origin story on the name? All right, so uh, it used to be Kicks and Cons, right? And, um, you know, that was my OG name. I think it was like Kicks and Cons XD, TTV, Kicks and Cons, and all that. But the main, the main idea was it was Kicks and Cons. And, you know, people have asked me about what the origin was. And from my YouTube, you can see that I played a lot of soccer, right? And it's really simple. It's not a big story behind it. But basically, you know, I wanted, originally, I wanted my channel to just base, just solely be off soccer content, right? Mm -hmm. Just like compilations every week, soccer type stuff. Uh, and I got my inspiration from like free kickers or F2 freestylers, like those really big YouTubers. Um, and I just wanted to make my channel based off that. 
but then you know um my original name was for it to be like ben pen um or like um you know so some something wrong something along the lines of like cakes or ben because i like doing corners and it's like kind of like ben and cakes and all that stuff but then i was like nah i, I don't want that because it's first of all it's really tough for people to find it right there isn't really a kick to it and <laughs> there isn't really a kick to it hey. <laughs> okay and then uh also like um you know i i just felt that if it was just solely off soccer content it wasn't something that people would watch too much of the time because there's obviously bigger streamers and stuff and people would probably just decide to cringe more other than enjoying the content itself so i decided to go with kicks and cons because i wanted to be something about gaming and soccer so kicks is like just like you know putting on kicks soccer cleats and all that kicks and is for like and and then cons is like half for consoles right because i used to play on console and controller so i just wanted you know kicks and cons like soccer and controller soccer and, you know uh xbox content so that's how i came up with my name originally mm-hmm. and on my actual youtube channel i think i changed the profile picture i might still have the same one it is me doing a crossover on soccer and then half of the picture is like an xbox console right so then that's kind of showing you know it's something for soccer something for gaming so that's like how my name came up to be and right now my name has changed to kicks bruh because it used to be part of hmb kicks but i don't want to put hmb kicks and cons because it's played too long and no one's going to follow your twitch mm-hmm. um so then i put hmb kicks because it just sounded better but obviously it was it was back then um back then as in like a month ago a few weeks ago um and then now obviously it's kicks bruh and you know really simple story i was just like a list was like, oh, you should change your name. You ain't no H&B brother no more. So I was like, I bet. Uh, so I was like, what do I think of, man? Like, what do I put in front of Kicks, lol, Kicks 1X? Like, bro, what do I put? Like, Kicks, like, come on, bro. I was like, wait, like, Kicks and bro, like, Kicks, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like it to be kind of that low-key kind of stuff. I don't want to put anything, like, like a prefix or a suffix, like 1X, lol, or anything like that. Like, I don't mind if anyone puts that. You know, I like it. But that was just wasn't just for me, you know. Wasn't for me, so I just decided to put kicks, bro. You know, some people know like, I'm kind of like low key. I just kind of swing that way, and I, I just overall like that, you know. So and that's how I came up with my name three different times. Yeah, I like I always like see that all the time like, when people like go on like on a team and stuff like that, and they change your name. You know, they put like the prefix. Let's say it's H and B kicks, or let's say it's Norcal kicks, or whatever team you're on. I'm like, I understand that, but like, let's say an event that you do leave a team, or let's say a team does end. Like, how are you gonna rebrand yourself? So, I, like, so for me, I know a lot of people told me like, "Yo, maybe you put your team in your name," and I, I have to tell them like, "Yo, it's like when it comes to branding, you kind of want to keep your original name because in the event that something does happen." Then you may have to, you know, have a name to fall back on. So definitely yeah. respect that, honestly, when it comes to that aspect. So that's pretty interesting because I, I never knew the origin of the name because I was like going through. I was like, yo, this is kids playing soccer. Let me find out, yo. So I, was, I, I definitely love that. So when it comes to that. Um, yo, how do you feel about trash talking in general? Like uh, Trash talking. Yes, yes. <laughs> trash talking in general, like in oh. gaming. Uh, like my my take on it before uh we dive into the question i think Uh like when it comes to like sports is like you trash talk and then you just keep it moving from there like you shouldn't yeah you know keep the trash like so whenever i do it in gaming everybody's like yo why are you trash talking i'm like dude i do this i was like i do the same thing when it comes to sports when it comes to gaming i'm a trash talk and afterwards we're just gonna be friends afterwards like there's no point to like take it personal but what is your thoughts about trash talking in general if you want to dive into that one on me 
Mm, okay, so uh, I'll give it in two perspectives. One is in Fortnite, and one is in general, right? So this is just my solely my opinion. Nothing to do with like any videos in the past that I've watched about trash talking. So I think that in terms of gaming in general. No, I can't start off like that. Uh, in terms of Fortnite, right? Because kind of builds off that. Kind of in terms of Fortnite, if you're trash talking, um, there's really just two simple answers. So either someone takes it right or someone takes it wrong. And it's happened um, in two, obviously two dis- two different scenarios for me. Um, you know, sometimes we trash talk. Like for example, in the Mega Chord, um, <laughs> uh, we trash talk Greg and everyone. Uh, those of you who do not know, Greg is the most goaded controller player in the mega court uh, kappa uh he is the best player on the okay oh no God. but we, we love greg right but <laughs> in terms of trash talking um we just kind of you know mock him and say oh like your mechanics are really good or like we like you know <laughs> taking pictures of him like you know off the internet and just like kind of mocking him like oh you look like this or oh you if you keep playing like this this is what you finna be or something like that right and we kind of laugh it off at the end of the day. Sometimes you're like, oh, yeah, Kix is trash. Like, he's about to get banned. Or, like, Zara, like, Mans plays for Cloud9, but, like, he ain't joining no other team if he keeps playing like that. You know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you kind of just, like, trash talk each other. And it's all fun and games. And, you know, I've posted, like, a video about, like, the Just for Last part. And you can see, like, Jordan and Zara just trash talking each other, talking about how one of them with fingernails looks like a cat or something like that. So it's, like, <laughs> kind of funny, bro. <laughs> But uh, you know, obviously that's the fun part of trash talking. You, you don't take it general, you don't take it seriously, right? And you don't make it personal. I think the biggest thing, the biggest thing about trash talking is that you don't want to make it personal. You know, a lot of people they choose that's... to trash talk and they make it personal. Like, oh yeah, the reason you ain't on whichever team is because you didn't go to high school or you didn't graduate or you don't have a like you don't have a mom and that kind of stuff. It's like you take it that far and people sort of be like, hey, bro, like that hurts. You know, uh, if you're talking about just like physical appearance and everything like it's it's really tough to say it really depends on who you're with right you kind of need to know a person more to trash talk them right because you know the only way and this is how i see it right if you're trash talking someone in pubs right if there's like proximity chat in the game or something or if next time fortnite chooses to add proximity chat and i just pooped on extrovert or like i don't know like harden the thieves arkham i'll be like bro you're so trash like get get a job get a life or something and then people are like bro are gonna be like bro you have zero earnings kid like get a life like shut up you were lucky you know that kind of stuff nice. and then right after proximity chat ends you kind of just like shake it off and then you go on to the next game and you're like okay that's fine right um but then like if you don't know the person really well and you decide to go on that more like personal level or if you don't know a person really well and you just decide to trash talk them uh, if they take it wrongly, it's really bad, right? And it really yeah. depends on which mode you're playing. If you're playing competitive mode, it's fine. If you trash talk people, like that's kind of what you're expecting when you go into comp. And if you don't, then you will slowly kind of get influenced in that in that sense. Like yeah. at the beginning, I didn't like to trash talk. I was led into comp because people trash talk to me, but I didn't really trash talk per se. But later on, I kind of did. Because, like, people were trash-talking trash to me, and I knew that was kind of, like, the norm in competitive Fortnite. So I kind of did it back. But, you know, it was just, like, you let off your load in a way, and then they let off their steam. No, 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 wait. Not let off their load. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. wait a minute. Let rewind, off, rewind. Let off, rewind. Steam real quick. let off the steam real quick. You know what I'm saying? For the one time. So, you know, that's fine. But, like, like the other day when we were playing Zone Wars, um, after, you know, 
A-list got hosted by a decently sized streamer, a decent sized streamer, and you know we were just trash talking. I think it was uh, Drago, uh, Zyra, and myself on the team, and I think also I uh, IQ, and then it was like a bunch of other kids, just viewers from A-list chat, right? And we just did a two like um, team v team zone war thing, and I think it was I'm not gonna name the person, but. Uh, two individuals got really upset because we were calling them like, oh, you're trash or like uninstall or something like that, right? And that's like an instant where you don't really know too much about the person, but you choose to do that. Just because you get caught up in the moment and you just say it because you you kind of like expect people or like hope people understand that it's a joke, right? But some people, they don't understand it's a joke and they take it the wrong way. And they really, you know, like, especially, you know, I hate to bring this up, but you know a lot of twitch streamers um they have and also content creators and all that and all that sort they go through a lot of pressure and sometimes it doesn't go the right way like yep. you know I have a lot of people like this is why i put exclamation mark mental health because i know that you know some people in the community that i were pretty close to they've decided to do things that were irreversible and they're not here with us today and it's it really sucks because you know those people that whether if they're getting, you're saying the negative stuff or giving negative feedback or anything, or sometimes it's not even feedback. It's just because they're, you know, jealous and all that. And um, they choose to do it on themselves by their own or because they know that a lot of people uh, share the same negative views or they just are butthurt that they're not successful and they're getting fueled by other people in the comment section. And they just talk what they want to say because they think that freedom of speech means that you can say whatever you want without thinking, Mm -hmm. right? Which obviously isn't the case. And sometimes it goes the bad way and sometimes you impact someone in life so negatively that, you know, you can't really take it back, especially if it's personal, especially if they, you know, you say something that you think is kind of like universal, like, oh, you're fat or something like that, right? But then they think, oh, no, I actually have a specific disease or something that doesn't allow me to be quote unquote slim, right? And then it kind of hurts them a lot. And then, you know, stuff goes on and it's really ugly. So I think that, when you're trash talking, you need to know which type of players or who you're trash talking to Most and not definitely. necessarily like per person, like, Oh, I know this, like your favorite color and all that sort of, but you kind of group people in a space. Like if you play hyperspace competitively and everyone's really competitive or you play Fortnite competitively or like PUBG competitively, you can expect yourself to be trash talking, trash spoken to. Yeah. I guess trash spoken to. And you mm-hmm. it also kind of gives you a right to trash talk. Um, just to let off your steam. But if you're playing with your friends and you know them well, like they can take trash talking well, then just go ahead. You know, obviously don't make it personal just so then they know that it's just for fun. Uh, oh, like, bro, hit your shots or you're trash. Or like, bro, like you're actually dog or something like that. It's fine, right? Obviously not all the time. Just like <laughs> say a few times to get a, like a laugh. So then it kind of cools down the atmosphere and the mood. But if, you know, you're trash talking to someone just in normal games and you're just going overboard, Mm-hmm. Um, or like you support, you know, all, all Twitch streamers that are females are a certain way, you know. Then it, it kind of like takes away from that funny type of aurora when you're, you know, trash talking because trash talking is a kind of just like a stress reliever, you know. Um, Fast. and if you use it the wrong way, then it could it can go really negatively, and sometimes, uh, you know, even a single person or like a group of people, a group of individuals that choose to use their language in a negative manner uh, can cause irreversible damage. And, you know, you'll just spend the rest of your life regretting that you said what you did. So that's my take on trash talking. 
Definitely. When it comes to trash talking, if you just don't take it personal, then hey, if it like if they're not coming for your whole livelihood, if they're not like mentioning anything like personal and stuff like that, I feel like you should not like be butthurt about what they said. At the end of the day, we're just being toxic just to have fun. But you gotta separate, you know, if they're actually, you know, mentioning about like your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your dad, your yeah. mama, whatever, then I understand you have every right to be um, you know, feeling the type of way. Or if they, you know, talking about your skin, you know what I mean, you know, let's say it's discrimination, like yo, you have every right to be like, hey, yeah, that's not okay. You know, you should not be doing that. Uh, or let's say if they're new to the game, like, hey, then, of course, you can kind of back off a little bit. Yeah, and I understood, like, the whole situation we were talking about. It, it was just like, it was kind of just like, hey, we don't really know each other that well. And so that that kind of, that whole little altercation was like, oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're just having fun. It's just Fortnite at the end of the day. Or just gaming at the, at the end of the day, too. You know what I'm saying? You're just, like, just trying to be competitive. Mm -hmm. Just trying to get in people's heads and just having a good time, at, you know, at the end of the day. So I definitely completely agree. When it comes to trash talking, just don't take it too personal. But when it comes, you know, being personal, then that's when you can kind of like run it and be like defensive about it and be like, yeah, it's not okay. I gotta gotta draw the line about it. So definitely, because because like yeah. I, I always want to hear about other people's take about trash talking because like everyone has a different view on it. So I'm just like kind of curious about it. Like man, this yeah. dude being toxic. I'm like, what do you mean? I'm just like at the end <laughs> of the day, I'm just like having fun. And, you know what I'm saying? If it's if it's all in fun and you're just you're just vibing and everyone understands it's a joke and everyone's on it, then hey, completely understandable. So yeah, this is the this is the end of the the podcast, and I kind of want to hear your if you have any questions for me because I like doing that because most people are like they kind of interview everybody, and I was just curious if you have any like burning desire, any question that you want to ask your boy, and uh, you can definitely ask away, homie. All right, then. <laughs> so I think that this question, this question has been long overdue, boys. Oh uh, even for your stream, right? Not only my question in general. I actually have two questions, oh but this first one is a flaming question. I think people in your chat probably already know the direction it's gonna take. But when are you going to get an Asian girlfriend? That's all I'm saying. When am I? Take it away, fanboy. I don't know, bro. When the time is right, bro. I don't. I don't see myself having a girlfriend anytime soon, especially during okay. quarantine. You're on machine. But uh, <laughs> you don't have to be an Asian girlfriend. It's just like everybody paints a picture. Uh, they have to oh, be okay. Asian, but uh, I. I don't know. I. I got to get my life together a little bit for me to be wanted to date right now. That's just me. <laughs> I see. So, yeah. I see. Okay, so that's that um and i think just like leading off that because i think like if we were to have a conversation this entire night it can literally go on like some people saying 24 hour stream but this is definitely not gonna happen <laughs> right so i guess it's just like for a little bit more um and i think this you know i don't know if you want to take your stream to this direction like does it have to be in fortnite or does it can, can it just be like in anything in general you think wait uh can you, can you repeat that question again uh oh, yeah uh does Oh, you're good. Um, do these questions have to be solely based on like Fortnite, or is it just like anything? General? Oh no, anything, anything, bro. Anything? Yeah. Okay. I, okay. It could be content creation. Um, it could be Asian B related. <clears throat> it could be whatever, homie. Okay. Um, <laughs> I guess like I have. This is just for the, <laughs> this is just for my friends out there that mm -hmm. you know might have this question because I'm looking gonna clip this next part. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, which is what do you think? Like in your opinion, right? Um, what do you think about just girls? Like in terms of like relationships and stuff like that, oh, what do you think we're about? We're gonna it? get hit with the relationship question. What yes, do I think sir. about girl like being in a relationship like at like real young, like like give me some circumstances, um, I guess. Like what what you should look for in a girl before you start dating and stuff like that. And I'll give my opinion too, but oh, I just want to see like just all that. Just no pressure and just like 
Um, I guess you. loyalty, I guess, in yep. a retrospect. Like, let's say if you're a hood dude and you're doing, like, rough stuff, you can't be like, yo, I'm looking for an angel, bro. I'm like, fam, like, you got to look at your own self, like, in, in, in my perspective. So if you're not a nice dude and you're looking for someone, like, really nice or really loyal, does certain things, and I'm like, if you're not doing the same for yourself, like, you can't be holding, like, you got to hold yourself accountable, you know, to be able to at least want something like this so let's say if i'm a nice dude right and i'm looking for a nice female it would make sense but if you're somebody who's out here cheating being reckless like you're probably not going to get you know a person like that in retrospect so it's kind of just like take care of yourself and kind of look at yourself and be like yo am i a respectful person or you know if i'm looking for this person like what can i do what can i offer in a relationship stuff like that so Mm. didn't think you were gonna go the relationship route in my opinion. <laughs> i was thinking like oh what's your question about consecration this guy so yeah <laughs> this guy so okay, i love it man. uh and also like adding on uh, i won't be yeah much go, longer go don't, don't have to sweat or anything yeah, yeah, yeah. uh literally sweating more than a pumpkin <laughs> oh, <laughs> anyways God. but um do, do you think like in the relationship in general I mean, let's just like extrapolate it. It doesn't have to be in a relationship, but in terms of like making friends or like being in a relationship, do you think that personal intelligence or like how smart a person is plays a big factor into it? Um, I think it, I think it plays a factor. It just depends on if you're if you want somebody that kind of like some people they want someone that can kind of challenge their intellect, and so that you'll look for someone like that, or maybe you want someone that has a similar intellect or similar interests as you say less or maybe you want someone that's maybe not you know like the brightest person you know not like you know, when it comes to einstein but you just want someone that's you know relatable towards you and in, in my mm. respect so that's just me if it's coming from me then i want someone that's kind of like challenging my intellect or you know, can kind of challenge me i you know i definitely would like to be in that sweet spot so I see, but, but I everyone see. everyone is different though can't speak for okay. everybody yeah uh a more serious matter on the other hand um just like kind of jittering into politics in general uh i would say you know as um one of the you, know, you live in the united states and you know like what's current currently going on about everything you know um george floyd and all that stuff right what's your opinion like what what's on what's your opinion on um you know like where like the direction of where u.s going in terms of its citizens and like what do you think needs to happen for that to end you know like or like how to prevent it from happening like mm -hmm. that kind of racial discrimination and so that things like that um so when it comes to u.s um it's, it's more of a melting pot so like racism is going to go away but like you know every year we're going to be able to like you know be able to like talk about the conversation about you know let's say black people had a different um experience than you know white people growing up or maybe, you know, Hispanic people had a different, you know, experience, you know, growing up or, you know, Asian people had a different experience growing up when it comes to the U.S. So when it comes to racism, you know, every year it's going to get like, you know, better and better in terms of like, you know, understanding the thought process and what's going on. Like it's, it's going to take some time just to be able to understand that it's not going to go away. And I mean, and I'm glad at least when it comes to this whole Black Lives Matters movement, at least people are being a little bit more educated. And at least you're pointing the direction when it comes to the Internet, too. At least you're exposing certain people like, hey, these are the dudes that are actually racist, yo. And these are the people that like are definitely complicit. And they're not saying anything like you're, it's a lot easier to weed people out when it comes to the Internet. They're like, oh, dang, at least I know who to avoid, what's going on, what's the whole situation. And some people are like, oh, I genuinely didn't know, you know, I'm going to do my research about what's going on. I'm going to sign some petitions. So it's, it's going to take some time. It's going to take some time. Racism isn't going to go away. 
Um, and I, and I love how you said like a little bit political. It's not like, in my opinion, I believe it's not really political. It's more like people are just kind of fighting for equality and it's cool. And it's not just happening in the U S people from different countries are at least like looking at the whole situation. Like, Oh crap. I didn't, didn't realize that it was still a big issue in the U S let's, you know, look at it in let's say Canada, let's look at, at, you know, Denmark or wherever, you know, people are at least looking at the whole situation. Like, Oh, how can I learn from this? And it's at at the end of the day, it's kind of like just a learning process right now. So, no, I see. Okay. Um, let me see if I want to ask that question yet. The next question I kind of want to ask is like, what are ways that you can motivate yourself? Just in general, like what gets you up in the morning? Um, that's like a question I want to ask. But also, I think like building off the last question that we had about like uh, the racism and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously, if we just take a little bit of history lesson just back in time, um, you know, not trying to say anything. I don't want it to be about just like this issue in your stream, but Definitely. kind of like we we know that. Um, you know, during 1800s, 1900s, when like colonialism was the norm, and a lot of people, like settlers from England, from France, Britain, and all the other stuff uh, from like Russia and all that, um, you know, you know, people, you know, moved over to you know Canada and they settled in Canada. They they moved over to you know they immigrated or they um, colonized America and named some parts of it. You know, the the people that the first nations the indigenous people as indians right um and they kind of like assume their power and that slowly kind of evolved into what a lot of us labeled it as like not white supremacy but like kind of like white privileges right and i I, my question is kind of like just wanting your opinion on it like why do you think you know the white community in the united states today or like in, in general like Majority of it is in the United States. Uh, two questions. Number one is, what do you think they benefit from, or do you even think they benefit anything from assuming, you know, their white privileges and you know choosing to do what they do? And also, do you think that it's something that's like generational, or do you think it's something that's going to fade away, or do you know are white people always going to be the people that can kind of like dictate? where society is going and or what does it take you know like because i know that barack obama when he was in power um you know i might not be informed um a lot about these political issues but i think that you know obama being a black president it was i don't know to me personally i think obama was probably the greatest president of all time hands down right i, I really like obama and especially like michelle and and uh, barack together like they're really nice people they did a lot for the for the nation right and then you have people like obviously the current president now, um, they're kind of like blaming, you know, um, specific groups of people like the Mexicans, the blacks for, um, you know, like creating uh, unemployment or like, you know, school shootings and all that other stuff with a lot of statistics. Right. And it kind of, there's a lot of bias that goes around. So, you know, like, do you think that there has to be a political change in order for these issues to go away do you think it's like a generational thing is it going to continue on forever and do you think that like you know white people that assume that they have power over people or they you know purposely want to work for you know agencies so they can do that sort of stuff to you know kind of like rationalize or like normalize you know hurting the minorities do you think it's they think that it's something that's like oh a national pride like Mm -hmm. um just being patriotic or do you think they just want to do it because they're afraid of losing 
um the identity or if it's just like beneficial or just doing it for fun what do you think um i guess i can answer the question about white privilege some people just don't know that they have white privilege or just understand what that means uh i i guess like i would have a different experience if i was a white person in terms of black person so for me let's say if i go into like a clothing store and i go to the mall right and let's say you know a security guard looks at me a certain type of way they're like you know make sure he, he isn't stealing but let's say if I'm a Caucasian male, I may not get that that glare, that stare from that security guard thinking like, oh, he's probably going to steal. And I guess it's, it's just in terms of like mm-hmm. privilege and some people like in terms of a little bit in, in the ignorance. They're like, oh, ignorance is bliss because some people genuinely don't know. They're like, dang, I didn't know uh, people are a lot rough to people who, you know, are Hispanic, you know, who are black, who are Native American. I'm like, oh, I did not know that. So I guess something I guess like having that awareness wise. And will it still continue? Probably still will. I mean, America's not the only one when it comes to racism-wise. Like, let's say, for example, if you, like, you know, split, like, if we're talking about another country, we're talking about Ireland. You know, they're split up when it comes to Protestant, and I think, I forgot what the other religion, but, like, they're, like people have, like, divisions in every other country. It's not, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's not just a black and white issue when it comes to, like, oh, just black people versus white people. Like, every country deals with its fair share of racism, mm-hmm fair share of discrimination and it's it's you know of course it's, it's not going to go away but you can definitely be aware about it you can definitely talk about it definitely make a stance about it when it comes to protesting and everything but it's just like in terms of like just being aware so and I, i'm glad people are at least waking up and they're like oh crap like i you know and it like when it comes to like you know thinking in a certain you know ideology you're like dang i was thinking so negative about black people i did not know like thank you for changing uh my perspective it, most of most of the time it's just taught you know when it comes to mm. being racist towards an, another another you know person it's just taught and so just like being able to learn and being educated on the situation and being well aware that's it so is, is it gonna go away no but you can definitely try to work on the issue and kind of like look at like oh i have a certain privilege and i didn't know that i was able to do certain things and you can probably look at it a different way other than like you know black and white you can definitely say in terms of like being a guy versus a female on twitch you can say that when you're a male on twitch you don't get certain comments about your age or sex or location but if you're a girl streamer uh you definitely get a lot of nasty comments you know what i'm saying so being a, a male you definitely have a lot more privilege than females when it comes to certain aspects and certain. When it comes to the U.S., I can't talk about other countries, but when it comes to the U.S., when it comes about like the the wage gap in terms of like you know working situation, males get paid more than females. You know what I'm saying? Uh, when it came to like you know female rights in terms of the U.S., like male males had way more rights than females. You know what I'm saying? You can kind of look at it like certain aspects, like having a privilege. Like so, for me, when I when I uh, you know talk to certain females, when it you know comes about Twitch. And I'm like, oh, you know, I'm saying I'm a lot more caring, a lot more concerned because like, oh, like we don't have to deal with like certain uh, like, you know, nasty language when it comes to being on Twitch. But when you're female, you kind of have to deal with that kind of harassment and stuff like that. So it just depends. You know, I'm saying it's a hard question. You know, there's no right or wrong answer when it comes to it. So when it comes to white privilege and, and racism. So it is it is very, very, very tough. So I can answer the question about the, the content creation or, you know, what motivates you if, if yeah. you want to transition to that. Uh, yeah. Honestly, it depends. You know, like I, I love when I look at certain, you know, top uh, Twitch streamers and the people that grown like crazy is like, you know, whether it's from YouTube stuff like that i like people who like put in the consistency and the work when they're they're uploading like crazy if they have an editor that kind of like motivates me i'm like if they can do it if they're at the top 
and they're doing something like, hey, I want to try to do that. Let's see if I can do something. So that kind of like motivates me. Uh, I like watching stuff on Gary Vee. You know what I'm saying? He's an entrepreneur. He's like very popular when it comes to like whether it's rappers or just like in pop culture. I love him. Uh, I love the homie Devin Nash. If you don't know him, uh, he works in esports. He works in uh, in terms of like uh, agencies, in terms of like, you know, streamers and influencers. And he's definitely giving me a lot of tips on how to grow as a streamer. And literally like told me, he was like, yo, you need to, you need to work on YouTube. You need to work on different platforms and you need to, you know, work on that, just work on your branding in terms of like that. So I've just been taking his advice, like general advice. It's not like I like one-to-one conversation, but I like yeah. people that like hustle and, uh, that, that literally motivates me. Uh, to just work hard because that consistency pays off. Like if you do it, if you're on YouTube for a whole year, you're way better than somebody who like rarely uploaded, you know, in terms of like three or four times a year. You know what I'm saying? Like the person who, you know, like there's no overnight success. You know, when you look at Ninja, he didn't just blow up overnight. He put in that consistency, put in that work. Shroud didn't blow up overnight. He had to put in that consistency. If it, like any top content creator or top whoever that built it from the ground up that wasn't a celebrity, they still had to, you know, do their fair share of everything. You know what I mean? Even becoming like an actor, yo, you don't like start from the top. You have to work your way up, you know, when it comes to auditions, when it comes to your charisma, whatever you're trying to do, like the overnight success is is a myth in my opinion and uh people have to like wake up and say like you got to put that consistency a lot of people you, know, you can even relate it to like you know current stars you know from tiktok they literally just posted videos and just kept moving kept moving kept moving it's just like literally that consistency just working hard and and uh when it comes to that i just like that's just how you do it you, you can't take a shortcut on consistency and uh and it'll definitely pay off so can't yeah. take a shortcut so that's just me when it comes to aspect, so I definitely love those questions, man. And uh, honestly, that was super sick, man. So um, I can't wait to like edit this uh, podcast and see what yes, up. Sir. Definitely dealt with a lot of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Got followed <laughs> by it and freaking view by it. I don't know what about that. That was kind of crazy, yo. So thank you for um helping me get back into this podcasting thing because I was like, yo, I need somebody yeah. to break sure. the ice with this whole podcasting thing. And I was like, yo, let me hit up my boy kicks, and that's pretty much it. So I really do appreciate you, homie.